baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and Happy New Year, everyone! It is January 1st, 2017, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from the Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants, whose fans are going to be mentioned in today's podcast. And again, a lot of fans are going to be mentioned in today's podcast. Hey, Happy New Year. I hope you had a safe New Year. Welcome to a brand new season, year of Sully Baseball Daily Podcast every single day. I'm looking forward to seeing who are the big heroes of 2017 are going to be, what the big stories of 2017 are going to be. Uh, we're going to be doing a podcast every day. I'm going to be doing some of these. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm going to be doing some more video podcasts this year. There's going to be a daily series called the Sully Baseball Card of the Day, which is the, basically a card I pull out of a shoebox I'm going to talk about. Today's is Butch Hobson, who was my favorite player growing up, former Red Sox third baseman. And... We're just going to be talking baseball. We're going to have guests. It's going to be fun. Thanks for starting another year with me. This is going to be fun. This is going to be exciting. And, man, we don't even know. We're going to look back at this in a year from now and say, what they didn't know happened this year. But it is Sunday, and a Sully Baseball daily podcast tradition will continue in this year, and that is on Sunday, I do the Sunday request. And the Sunday request came from a friend of your pal Sully's who has his own podcast. His name is Tom Taylor, and he is the host of the Indiana Jones Minute, which has featured your pal Sully as a guest a few times, and hopefully he'll be back on the show. Had a great time in there. Hey, Tom, thanks for the question. He wrote, Sully Baseball, what fan base is suffering the most going into 2017? Now, this is a question that is a philosophical question but one that going into 2017, we are entering a brave new world of fandom and suffering. All the time when I was growing up, it became clear that there were three fan bases that had the longest World Series droughts, and they were all connected. You had the Chicago Cubs having won since 1908, Chicago White Sox having won since 1917, and my beloved Boston Red Sox haven't won since 1918. Well... They've all won. They've all won this century. And with the Cubs winning, we now have to wonder, well, I guess this is what Tom's going for. We've always assumed the Cubs are the ones suffering the most. And so who is it now? Now, the quick answer is, of course, Cleveland, who came within one swing of winning the World Series last year and continue. They now have the longest drought. But I didn't want to make this be a philosophical question. I wanted to bring in mathematics. I wanted to see if maybe I can quantify suffering. If I can figure out which team is suffering the most, which fan base is suffering the least, and where your team ranks in between. And so I decided to create a new stat, a new way of thinking. It is called the suffering index. That's right. I have found a mathematical equation that will determine which team is suffering the most and suffering the least in terms of their fan base. 
And so you could say, oh, I'm a suffering this fan. Well, your suffering index is lower than this team's suffering index. Therefore, they're suffering more. The lower your number, the least amount of suffering you have. So let's figure out how the suffering index works. First, you take the number of years your fan base has waited for a world championship. If your team has never won a world championship, then that number is the first year that the team was formed. For example, the Houston Astros have never won a World Series, so their year is 1962. So take 2017 from 1962 and you got your number. So you take that number. Then you take the year of the last pennant your team has won and you divide that by four. The pennant doesn't count as much as winning a World Series title, but it adds to it. So, you take that number divided by four. Then you take the number of not your last World Series victory, but the one before that. If you're a Cubs fan, it's not taking 2016, but taking 1908. You take that number, you divide that by eight. This way, we sort of add a little bit of weight to teams that have won multiple world championships recently. I'm looking at you, Giants. Then, the next thing you take is the last time your team made the playoffs, and you divide that by 16. Then, you take two other elements. One is the number of times your team, since your last World Series championship, has lost a do-or-die game. That is a one-game playoff, game five of the division series, game seven of the league championship series, or world series. You take that number and you multiply it by 10. Then you take the times that your team has won a do-or-die game since your last championship, and you just have that number. Don't multiply it by anything, but you just keep that number. You got all that? Okay, now, to find out what your suffering index is, you take all those numbers, da, 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 and then boom, you add them together and you subtract the number of do or die games that you've won, and that is your suffering index. Now, I've done this for all 30 teams, and I've determined which fan base is suffering the most and which fan base is suffering the least. Where does your team add up? You would think that the team that won the most recent World Series, the Chicago Cubs, would have the lowest suffering index. Their fans have nothing to complain about. They suffered the least, but you'd be wrong. There's actually three teams with lower suffering indexes than the defending world champion Chicago Cubs, and I'll explain why. Let's go down to the bottom. Which fan base has the lowest suffering index and have nothing to complain about? And do you know what? It's not even close. The lowest suffering index belongs to, drumroll, at 3.19, the San Francisco Giants. They won the 2014 World Series. They had a recent World Championship in 2012. They were in the playoffs last year. They won a do-or-die game against the Mets. Even though the bullpen blew it, they have nothing to complain about in San Francisco. At number 29, at 4.75, that's the Kansas City Royals. With a recent world championship and recent playoff appearances, eh, Royal fans have nothing to complain about, even if they start to dismantle the team. At number 28, still not the Cubs, it's my beloved Boston Red Sox at 
It helps that they won a championship in 2013, another one in 2007, and have a playoff appearance last year. Nope, I'm not complaining. At number 27, now we have the Chicago Cubs at 8.19. They've won everything recently. World Series, playoffs, pennant, everything. The one thing that raises their score, the fact that their previous world championship was in 1908. But still, dropping from the most suffering to the fourth least suffering, that's a pretty good year. At number 26, the last single-digit team is the St. Louis Cardinals at 9.94. Some recent World Series championships helped that score. Losing in Game 7 to the San Francisco Giants, that kind of hurt a little bit. But still, St. Louis fans, you've had a lot to cheer for. Now we start to get into the double digits at 1906. That's the Philadelphia Phillies at number 25. Two recent pennants and some recent playoff appearances helped. That crushing game against the Cardinals in 2011, well, that kind of hurt. At number 24, with a 20.31 suffering index, that's the New York Yankees. They won the World Series in 2009. Their previous one is 2000. Ask a Yankee fan any question, they'll respond with 27 rings. But the fact of the matter is, they've lost some heartbreaking games recently and have not been in the postseason as often as you'd think recently. At number 23, at 20.50, are the Miami Marlins. Oddly, they are the one franchise in baseball history that has never lost a postseason series. They've only been in the playoffs twice since they were formed in 1993, and they happen to win the World Series both times. But 2003 is getting a little bit in the rearview mirror. It would be nice if they could at least make the playoffs once or twice. Number 22, the Chicago White Sox with a 21.38 suffering index. The World Championship in 2005 and a postseason appearance in 2008 help, but it would, uh, it would be good if they made the playoffs again. At number 21, there you have the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, of Orange County and all, whatever the hell their name is. They have a world championship and several recent playoff appearances, but that world championship is their only World Series title and only pennant, and they've lost some heartbreaking games. And number 20 are the Washington Nationals with a 25.88 suffering index. They've made the playoffs a bunch of times recently, and they've all ended with a lot of heartbreak. We'll get back to Washington later in this video. And number 19, that's the Arizona Diamondbacks, 26.94. They won the 2001 World Series, one of the greatest World Series ever played. After that, not a lot of highlights in Arizona. And number 18, that's the Tampa Bay Rays, also at 26.94. They've won some one-game playoffs. They've won some Game 7s. They have yet to win the World Series, and that would help them a lot. And number 17 are the Colorado Rockies at 28 even. Now, they've never won the World Series, but they've won some big-time games along the way, including that classic one-game playoff against the San Diego Padres. The pennant they won in 2007 helped their score a lot. At number 16, with 29.69, that's the Toronto Blue Jays. They've won two World Series, happen to be back-to-back -back in 93 and 92, and they've had some recent playoff appearances. It would help if they can make it into the World Series as they've fallen short in the ALCS the last two years. Now, we're reaching the 30s, and we're reaching the 
upper half of the suffering index. And I've discovered if your suffering index reaches 30, then your fan base is getting a little grouchy. And number 15 at 33.25, that's the Minnesota Twins. They've won two World Series pretty close to each other in the late 80s and early 90s, but they blew an opportunity to have a wonderful stretch in the 2000s when they had some absolutely great superstars but couldn't make it to the World Series. Talking about blowing it with some superstars, at number 14 are the Detroit Tigers at 39.69. They've had a galaxy of stars in Detroit and a lot of postseason appearances and a lot of flops. You know, if they had a decent closer somewhere along the way, they could have won one, maybe even two World Series titles. Instead, they're still clinging to 1984. Speaking of big market teams with big stars, at number 13 are the Los Angeles Dodgers at 42.63. With all the superstars that have come through L.A. in the 90s, 2000s, and the 2010s, it's amazing they haven't even been to a World Series since 1988. That's the Kirk Gibson game. Reagan was president. No L.A. Dodgers World Series since then with all the superstars they've had and all the money that they've spent? Man, their fans are suffering. At number 12, at 46.81, are the Cincinnati Reds. They haven't been to the World Series since 1990, and their previous World Series before that was the Big Red Machine. Back-to-back -back years in 2012 and 2013 with heartbreaking losses really has upped the suffering in Cincinnati. Talking about suffering at number 11, there's the New York Mets at 47.63. The recent pennant helps. But do you know what hurts? Games like called third strike to Beltran and the wild card loss to San Francisco. Yeah, Met fans, it's a fun time to be a Met fan, but you're suffering. Now we reach the 10 highest suffering indexes of franchises in baseball. At number 10, the Atlanta Braves, coming in at 49.75. Yeah, they've had a slew of playoff appearances in the 90s, 2000s, and the beginning of this decade as well. But do what's hurt them? A lot of Game 5 losses in the Division Series. They could have had many, many more chances at a pennant, but they had a few big-time losses there in that first round that's really hurt in Atlanta. At number 9, the Seattle Mariners, 52.50, one of two franchises to never have played in a World Series. They haven't been in the postseason since they blew the 116-win season of 2001. Yes, they have the wonderful memory of Ken Griffey Jr. scoring on the Edgar Martinez double. But Griffey's in the Hall of Fame, which means he's been retired for a while. That clip's getting old. And number eight are the Baltimore Orioles at 55.56, another team that spent a ton of money on players over the years, and when I was growing up, was one of those teams you always expected to be in the World Series. But they haven't played in one since 1983. That was Cal Ripken's second year. Jim Palmer was playing. It's been a while. There has not been an Orioles team to play in the World Series without Jim Palmer. Think about that for a second. At number seven, the San Diego Padres, 62.13. They've never won the World Series unless you count the made-for-TV movie with Gary Coleman, The Kid from Left Field, which I don't. At number six, at 63.44, there's the Texas Rangers. Never have won the World Series, 
have been in the playoffs recently and were in the World Series as recently as 2011. Remember that leap by Nelson Cruz? If he timed it a little bit better, they would have a World Series title in Texas. Instead, they're number six. At number five, you have the Milwaukee Brewers at 68.44. Never won the World Series, only been in it once, although they did have a nice run in 2011 where they got to the League Championship Series. But it's been a long time coming in Milwaukee, a city that hasn't seen a World Series title since the Braves in 1957. At number four, at 72.81, amazingly, are the Oakland Athletics. A ton of postseason appearances adds to the suffering index because what shoots their score through the roof are all the do-or-die games they've lost. Think of the Game 5s that they've lost in the Division Series in 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2012, 2013, and the one game lost to Kansas City in 2014. That's a lot of pulling your hair out if you're an Oakland A's fan. At number three are the Pittsburgh Pirates with a 74.63 suffering index. A big postseason drought hurts. The fact that they haven't been in a World Series since 1979 hurts. And a lot of do-or-die games lost, including wildcard games and a fellow named Francisco Cabrera whose name you're not supposed to bring up around Pirate fans. The second highest suffering index belongs to the Houston Astros at 79.69. The team has never won the World Series. They were in it once. They made a recent playoff appearances, but man, they've lost a ton of do-or-die games throughout their history. And do you know what? Those all still count because they've never won it. Whether you're talking about 1980, whether you're talking about 2004, whether you're talking about 2015, all those losses are building up in the minds of Astros fans. So, what franchise has the biggest suffering index? Well, I think you probably could have predicted it's the Cleveland Indians. They come in at 104.44. They've had the longest drought of a world championship since 1948. Their previous world championship was 1920. That doesn't help matters. They've had, obviously, recent playoff appearances, and they were one swing away from winning it last year, but they've also lost some really, really tough do-or-die games over the years. So that seems to put a bow on it, doesn't it, Tom Taylor and everyone else out there? That without a doubt, the fan base that suffered the most is in Cleveland. And I'm talking just about baseball. I can't bring in whether or not they've won the Super Bowl, or the NBA titles, or anything like that. I'm only one man. So I've settled it, right? I've settled it. I've settled it numerically and mathematically that it is Cleveland, right? Hold on. Remember I said I was going to bring up Washington? I'm about to bring up Washington. Because Washington's suffering index, which is way down at number 20, at 25.88, is taking into account only the Washington Nationals, who have been in the city of Washington since they moved down from Montreal. Now, if you count all of Washington baseball, then the city of Washington hasn't seen a World Series since 1933. They haven't seen a World Championship 
since 1924. So if you take all the calculations that I did before, the, the city that has been suffering the most has been Washington, D.C. And they will come in at a whopping 136.25. So we still have to bring a little philosophy in here. Now, keep in mind, there was no team in Washington between 1971 and 2005, and most Washington baseball fans adopted the Orioles in that period of time. So, what do you think? Do we include that? Do the Nationals get to jump onto the suffering bandwagon and say, oh, we've been waiting since 1924 for a franchise that was founded in 1969? Does that seem fair? Does that seem fair, especially with the Indian fans saying, hey, hey, we've been here this whole time suffering, Washington. Where do you come off? Well, I'll tell you what. I do. I think the Washington fans are the most suffering, but maybe Cleveland Indian fans can say, well, you know, we've been consistently suffering. Either way, it would behoove either the Indians or the Nationals to win a World Series because no matter how you cut it, their fans kind of sort of need a title. So, keeping in mind, Tom Taylor, I hope I've answered your question, or I hope I haven't created more questions. I've created the Suffering Index, and go to sullybaseball.com and you will see this complete list. And if you are a fan, say, hey, we suffer more, we suffer more, you, we're better off than you, we're better off than you, whatever, I've made it unless you're a Washington fan, cut and dry. If you're a Met fan and you think, oh, nobody suffers more than us, you can watch, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, what about the Braves? If you're a Dodger fan, if you're a Blue Jay fan, if you're a Yankee fan, if you're a Red Sox fan, you can compare and contrast and say, yeah, that pretty much is where we are in the suffering index. And if you're a Giants fan, sit back, enjoy some nice garlic fries and realize you've got nothing to complain about. You are under four in the suffering index. The Indians are over a hundred. So, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed this quantification, this mathematical quantification of suffering that I'm doing to start off 2017. And as always, go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music, as always, is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Kicking off the new year, this has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for January 1st, 2017. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.